The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. coming up and wanted to like eat shit all day like i don't know it's okay. just been a weird vibe for me yeah so i'm coming back from lunch after letting out freya and my brother calls me and he like asked me if he come if him and his boyfriend could come stay over because his boyfriend's dad told him that he don't like him because he wears women's clothing bruh i wanted to go over there and like throw how hands. old is his dad i don't fucking know like in his 50s or some shit either way i wanted to throw hands with this man <sighs> Some people are going to be ignorant. They just are. I know, but it's like, you're such a piece of fucking shit. Oh, people Jesus. are, they are, that people are just ignorant. People are, there's, you know, there's always going to be resistance to the way things are like changing in terms of what's acceptable and what cultures, what cult, our culture is, is kind of evolving into. Um, and I say evolving, not because like, the, uh, like people who, you know, felt this way in the past weren't there. They just didn't have the freedom to, right? So it's yeah. evolving in terms of that, like, so many people have opened doors and blazed paths for them to be able to now try to come out and be themselves. But they still, there's still people who are resistant to that, dude. They don't not, they do not want to hear it. That's not their America. Which is fucking ridiculous. You know what to I mean? Me. It's, it's crazy. Like, Bitch, you know damn well Grandpa fucking Percy was sitting there in the corner fucking wearing grandma's panties when you weren't around but they don't know that you know what i mean like they don't know that back then it was hidden people didn't couldn't come out they just couldn't do that like you're literally killed at times right like look even into like the early 80s remember that uh, what was his name matthew shepherd yeah you know what i mean so like I, i remembered his name is how impactful that was on our culture so think earlier than that that's harder to think that like that's why it's hard for like the parent, the parents' generation right now. There are some are accepting, but there are some that are still like nah, because in their mind, that's not how it would have been. Even though grandpa might have been doing that, they just had no clue, right? How would they feel if when uh, grandma finally dies and they go to the house and have to clean things out, right? And they come across all the journals and then they find pictures of grandpa like that, yeah. and journals of how he truly feels, but he can't tell his wife and his family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that blow up and and fuck people up. But it's because they just can't grasp and understand. I don't know what it is. There's certain people that can understand like that there's nothing wrong with that. And then there's people who put something like that's wrong. Like like there's a right or wrong to it. Yeah, which I never understood. For me, it's like, why do you give a fuck what somebody else does? It's like, it's yeah. not you. If yeah. you don't want to wear a skirt, that's fine. Yeah. If somebody else wants to, what do you care? It's not your ball sack rubbing against it. Like, what (laughs) what does it matter? Right, though. It's true. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know. I just. I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't either. It's, um, more and more. So did you see the, uh, Ozzy Osbournes, the Osbournes moved Mm -hmm. from LA back to UK? Did they? After 20 years, they've moved back to 20, 30 years now. They've moved back to England, back to their home. That's why they're literally moving to live there again. Well, I feel like... And Ozzy said it's because 
America is not what it was 20 years ago. He's like, they call it the United States, but there's nothing united about it. And he's just tired of seeing people just killed by gun violence that he's just like, you're not safe anywhere in America. You can go to a grocery store. You can go to a concert. So he's just like, I'm out of here. I'm honestly surprised that he came here. I mean, I guess I get it to an extent because like we are. The TV show is what brought him. Yeah. You saw, do you ever do you watch the Osbournes at all? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, his TV, the TV show is what made him them move here. Which I get. But like, I guess Europe is so like accepting of everything. A lot of things, yes. Like they have a very- There are still parts that aren't, you know, there's still hate and stuff over there too, but it doesn't yeah. feel like it's as, as open and prevalent as here. And my point with bringing him up was me saying like, I don't get our thinking and the way people are this, this way in this country because more and more I'm feeling like Ozzy dude, like- what is going on in this country? Yeah. Like, do I even want to be here? Like, what the fuck? But Everything's mad crazy. It is because it's like, the thing about it is, on one hand, you have so many people that are so progressive mm-hmm. where it's like, you're down for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I feel like I'm one of those people where I'm down for whatever, bro. Like, you yeah. could throw anything at me. I don't give a fuck. You can be a cat. I don't give a fuck if you say you're fucking Mrs. Meow Meow. You can be that. <laughs> I will call you Mrs. Meow Meow. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. And then you have people on the other end that are like so incredibly I would never. like, yeah, that are just like, no, you have to be at home cooking that is kitchen, not what you are, barefoot and pregnant, bitch. Like, yep, it's it's just insane to me. But like, I don't know. In the UK, I feel like they just have very different views on like even just sex in general. Yeah, like they're very open. Europe you, usually is, has been more known to be that way. Most of Europe, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like France. Um, super about orgies. Yeah, yeah they got no <laughs> super about orgies. Well, they're not. I mean, to them, like sex isn't as taboo as it is as it is here. Yeah, I think they're really. They have a lot of like people in open relationships also over there. Really? Yeah, I'd be interested to see those numbers to see like what's the ratio or percentage of uh, of you know that kind of thing. In the different cultures, in different countries. Because, yeah. again, things are evolving in this country that way, too. There's still a lot of people who didn't, couldn't see that, right? Like, yeah. So imagine not only did that dude getting thrown out for dressing with women's clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sorry if I referred to them as dude or not. I don't know how it is. You know what I mean? But um, now imagine if they're like, but we also want to introduce a third here. And we, we're all together, right? Mm-hmm. It, is that what, like... Done. You're excommunicated. Yeah. I won't ever talk to you again. I'm sure that's probably a thing. That's crazy. Yeah. But like, that's another thing, too. Like, I have a, some Why friends. would you care? Yeah. Like, what does it matter? I it's not know. you. Yeah. Like, I have actually a, one of my friends that he's married, but like, they have a boyfriend. Interesting. And, and like, for them, it works. If it works for them, dude, like, who am I to judge that? Yeah. And I think it happens a lot more in like the LGBTQ plus community. Hmm. I, I know there's like more letters, but like yeah. bitches. At this point, I feel like I'm saying the alphabet. We should just call it. Yeah, we should just. We, they're going to have to come up with a new term for that. Yeah, like I need like a shorter acronym for the short <laughs> for the acronym. Because <laughs> it's like so much. Every L time to I the ch- Q. Yeah. <laughs> L plus. L something. Yeah. L plus plus or something. Yeah. Like, that, like right? some. Like, but they uh, they seem to be more accepting or like less insecure when it comes to like relationships. Yeah. And like they don't put so much feeling into it like straight people have more of like a issue when it comes to like 
that kind of stuff. That's true. That's true. But there are a lot of straight people that are, you know, on the other side of it, thinking about open relationships and how they are. But I think that where the uncomfortableness comes from the person who doesn't like that or feels uncomfortable is because there's this maybe feeling on their side that they're ex- they're expected to be that way too and if they don't if that's not what they feel they feel kind of put off by that you know yeah. what i mean so it's kind of like don't no it's not okay whereas a person who is in an open relationship like the literal idea is that dude i don't care what you do so yeah. don't care what i do you exactly know what I mean? just this is what it is what i ask is that you just accept that it's okay that i do what i want to do yeah exactly crazy like, dude see for me i'm like I'm in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. But, and like, I don't think I could be cool with like an open relationship just because I've been cheated on a lot. So like just from past trauma, maybe one day if I work it out in my head, like insecurities wise, sometimes you got to go through life and and go through situations before you might get to that point. You don't know. Yeah. No. In my current self, absolutely not. Not about it. Can't do it. But you don't care if like, no, I don't give a fuck if anybody else does it. I think it's cool. Like I, (laughs) I find it cool. Yeah. When people can do it, because like it shows like a different level. It's like a higher level of evolution. a relationship. Yeah. And an evolution, like not even in a relationship, an evolution of a person in terms of how they accept things, how how they're open minded to things. Yeah. You know because I mean? for them, like their relationship is more than like sex. Yeah. And with that, this is tube time. I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. Damn. I know. I was trying to figure out how am I going to lead this into what we're talking about today. But then I'm like, yeah, whatever. We'll just play it. And when yeah. we get to a line, we'll come in. Fuck it. <laughs> get it. Get it. Oh, man. It's been a minute. I know, dude. Last again, week was again, fucking... it's been a minute, but it is. it happens, man. Dude, last week was horrible. So Ooh. Lady Love was in town, which was yeah. the tits because, you know, me and Lady Love, we don't really get to see each other that much awesome. anymore. And it was a week of like, mm, I have so many plants in my fucking house, dude. Like, yeah. Devin came home and he's like, there's just a jungle on the table every day. Why? Why? <laughs> but <laughs> You're like poison ivy, dude. Dude, I love plants so much. Like, they're just so dope and I can just take care of them and I yeah. keep them alive and they like clean my house and it's like good decor. It's like, you That's know, awesome. living decor. Yeah. Um, well, this isn't a plant podcast. This is a TV podcast. And uh, today... We're not talking about what I said we were going to talk about. No, because I said something, and then you texted me saying, "What was it again?" And I was like, "Oh crap! What did I say again?" And then I said, "You know what? I'm going to change it anyway because I want to check this other show out that I seen. I had seen a few commercials about. Somebody had said something to me about like, "Are you watching this?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Dude, you're a podcaster. You would love this." I'm like, "Really? Okay." And so I was like, "Let's watch this." And I sent it to you and you were just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Well, the funny thing is when you said that to me, Lady Love was like, have you watched Only Murders in the Building yet? And I was like, no. And she's like, what? She goes, it's a show that's about a podcast. Well, they listen to a podcast from Oklahoma. And I was like, what? Yeah. I love it because it's about a true crime podcast. It's like these podcasters who listen to it decide to do their own true crime podcast right yeah so i was just like oh we have to watch this so i texted it to you right away you told me holy shit she just asked me this i'm like well we're doing it so that's what we're doing we're talking about only murders in the building so this show is kind of fucking hilarious it's awesome i love it 
Well, it opens and like you're kind of thrown into the middle of just chaos. Oh yeah, like, cops are pouring into this building. It's like, like fucking SWAT, SWAT. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers got on like vests. It's like ragged gear. They're like, move, 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 motherfucker, move. Yeah, guns drawn. Like they got. They're just going through the building, up the stairs and stuff. Then you cut to our first two characters we're introduced to. Right, we have Steve Martin and Martin Short. And they're playing this, these characters, Charlie, Charles somebody or other, and Oliver somebody or other. Oh, Can't you remember their last names. It was Charles Savage, and I could not remember Martin Short's character's okay. name to save my fucking life. I was like the guy <laughs> in the purple coat. That's all I got. Oliver. It's just yeah. Oliver, yeah. And they're like running, and they're like, oh my God, we, he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here, is yeah. Martin Short. Yeah. And Steve, Steve Martin's like, Martin. we can't leave her. We got to go get her. Yeah. So they're like fucking booking it through this hallway while you got SWAT teams everywhere. And you're like, what in the fuck is going on? And they bust into a room and then boom, Selena Gomez is sitting over a dead body covered in blood. And her name's Mabel. Mabel, which what the fuck is that? Old school. And they make a comment about it later, too. He's like, oh, that's an old school name. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we have Charles, Oliver and Mabel. And she's what? She's she's over a dead body. Yeah, covered in blood. And she goes, it's not what you think. And they're like, oh, shit. And then the titles start. And so yeah. that's how you're, you're show, thrown into this. You're like, holy shit. The hell's going on? And then it goes to, is it weeks or months? Two weeks Two earlier. Months. Two months earlier. Yeah. And it's like a monologue, it seems. Like yeah. Steve Martin's character, Charles Savage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just call him Charles. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last name, so I just say Charles. So... Charles, he's like walking down the streets of New York City and he's describing what he feels New York is. And he goes, New Yorkers have a certain kind of way of living. Yeah. Because, you know, and like this lady just kind of walks by him. Yeah. And she like flips him off. <laughs> he makes this comment about like people are always talking about New York like it's it's they're always afraid to be killed there or something like that. Like it's this, you, you know what I mean? But he goes, any true uh crime uh aficionado would tell you that the dangers are really in the boondocks yeah you know what i mean he talked that's when he's just like and new york's great you know it's 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 awesome and that lady flips him off and he keeps walking all of a sudden this dude's like yo 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 and he points at him and he's like you're and he goes yes i'm brazos and i'm like who the fuck is brazos yeah but like this dude He's, he's like, like my dad loved you i used to watch your show when i was a kid with my dad and then he stopped and he stops he goes what was that 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 phrase you said and he goes what does he say this puts the investigation in a whole new direction yeah something like, like that but he like whips his glasses off he like and this yeah puts the investigation <laughs> in a whole new direction like he like added like, inflection yeah, and there all it that. is and but like the dude turns it into this fucking sad story because then he all stops he goes yeah. yeah, dad has ALS. <laughs> I know, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And Damn. his like girlfriend standing next to him, and she's like, "Yeah, it's so sad." And he's like, "Yeah, he used to watch your show all the time, but now you know he can't walk or talk or like see or speak or you know just anything really." Yeah, and then he's like, "It's really hard on us. We just wish he'd let go, but he won't." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve and, Martin's like, "Uh, you want a picture?" And he goes. Yeah, and he hands him his phone, and Martin, or, or I mean, and Charles is like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> thinking that he was gonna like you know take a picture with the guy, but yeah. fuck me, I guess. Yeah. So he goes to take a photo of the couple, and then they're like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Can you put it in landscape?" <laughs> Which, when he flips this phone over, 
Homie's got his finger all in the fucking lens. Yeah. And he takes it so quick. You know that shit was blurry as fuck. Yeah, because he started to take it and he moved his finger. So you knew he realized it. But yeah, you knew they get that it was uh, covered. You think he had a cover on purpose and then gave it to him and it's his finger? Yeah. And he's like, you make sure to tell him Brazos took that picture. (laughs) He goes, yeah, he he won't understand because of the, you know, because of the ALS. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. It's fucked up. Oh, God. But then he walks towards his building. He's like, this is my building, right? Like, this is the people of of New York. You can see them. And he says something about the building. And he he starts walking towards it. It has a name. Yeah. What is it? The I don't know something fancy. Yeah, I can't remember. The, I don't. Know, we'll call it the concierge. Yeah, it was some should, fucking stupid shit. You guys will watch the show. You'll see the acorn. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, then we cut to another character. They introduce us to, to Selena Gomez. Yep. Who is walking down the street, and she is a lot more my kind of. Dude, I totally saw her, you and her. Like, <laughs> I totally she's, like, did. Walking down the street, like. She's got her Beats headphones on, big sunglasses. She got a, 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 beanie. a beanie on, and she's a big coat on, right? And she's texting because she ain't paying attention to anyone. No. And she makes a point to say how, like, how many women are assaulted in New York City every year. And yeah. that tells you immediately why she's covered like this. Yeah. But she men says, are still catcalling her. Well, she's walking with her definite yeah. like, resting bitch face like, on. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, which I feel like she needs to try a little harder. Like if you wrinkle the, the eyebrows a little more, people think you're angry all the time, which is my signature move. That's why people always think I'm mad. But um, so she's walking down the street and she's got like the full on like Doc Martens plaid pants, f- fuzzy yellow mustard colored everything, yeah. bright red beets. And she says over 2,000 women are assaulted in New York City a year. Yep. Or or reported. Reported, correct. Which makes you binge Dateline so that you can figure out how to not be on Dateline in New York City. (laughs) True. So she goes, it's a lot. If you can't fucking deal with it, don't be here. Yep. And then she says, uh, or no, when she's walking by, some guy goes, hey, honey, why are you walking by looking so tough or something like that? And... uh, she goes, sometimes at night, I, when yes. I can't sleep, yes. I have this dream that I wake up and there's this guy standing over me. And then I kick him in the balls <laughs> and I take, I stab him in the eye with my knitting needle and then I just fucking take him out. And like she's just, it shows this the whole time she's stabbing the yeah, shit like, out like of Like she's guy. like going to town. And she goes. And then I can sleep. <laughs> yeah. And then I roll over and I sleep like a fucking baby. And I yeah. was like, yeah, this is more my speed. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. Then we cut to your boy Martin Short. Which he's like a fucking space case. Like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? Well, like, he's an old school director, right? So that's what we find out about him is he's a director. So he's got that kind of flamboyance, this kind of showmanship. He's very showman. Um, and And he's also like this guy who... You could tell at one point he made it big, right? But yeah. after that, he's been going downhill, but he doesn't understand that. He kind of feels like people should remember me and treat me a certain way. Because there's a point where he's walking, and he talks about New York being this beautiful place and how, how great it is, and it's all about like whatever. And then he's walking, and he gets this guy almost hits a bing, right? And he's like, What's wrong with you? Can't you see this? And he's like showing his pur- his purple overcoat. Well, he's got on a fucking bright purple fucking, I don't, what do they even call those jackets? Oh, it's a huge overcoat. It's like a pea coat. And, and, a, and the scarf, like whatever that it's scarf like is. bright purple like, don't you dot. see this? 
Yeah, and all while he's like having his like lovely talk about New York City, like it's the best place in the world, yeah. and Claire de Lune's playing in the background. <laughs> and so then uh, we watch as as all of them, one at a time, start heading towards this building, right? And which seems to be like owned condos. It's not like a regular yeah. apartment complex. It's like pl- right. A place where seemingly wealthy people live. Yeah, or have have a place, right? Like yeah. so, because later on, how far did you get? Did you watch more? No, I only watched the first episode. <gasps> I actually watched ahead before you this time. Okay, <laughs> I'm already three episodes in. Are you? And then you see somebody later on that you're like, oh, this is also a place where like celebrities stay when they're in town. That they have their own place there. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, which is awesome because this this person comes into play in the storyline. It's All it's right. it's really cool, dude. You're gonna love it. You gotta keep going. I'm telling you. Anyway, let's get back to the story. Uh, we get cut. We cut into the inside of the ho- into the inside of the hotel in the lobby, and Martin Short's grabbing some some boxes from from the girl at the, the front desk, right? And he's got these packages, and behind him you see Steve Martin walk in. So Charles walks in, and he heads right to the elevator. Well, while Martin Short's grabbing these boxes, he's like, "Yeah, you know, being a director is just so hard. If you want to have a life," but he's like saying it super loud as Brazos is walking by because I feel like he's trying to sound impressive. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he's like, you know, if you want to have a life, don't ever get into directing, Noah. Don't ever do it. (laughs) And Brazos gets into, or Charles gets right into the elevator and starts hitting the button. And Martin Short's like, can you hold that for me? And he hits the fucking close button. Like, that shit had me cracking the fuck yeah, up. I love, I love the chemistry with these three. They're great, dude. They are. It's so funny. It's really good. Um, he rushes over real quick and snags in real before the, the elevator closes, right? And he's like, oh, thanks. And you can obviously tell he was trying his hardest to not be in the elevator with yeah. this man. And, and before it closes, in walks uh, Selena Gomez. In walks Mabel. Yeah. And she just goes and steps to the side, hits her button, and just keeps texting, doing whatever she's doing on her phone. Well, she's scrolling, which that's, a, for me, like the the exact thing that she's doing is exactly what I do. When I'm in a place where I don't want anyone to talk to me, headphones in, sunglasses on, phone scrolling, scrolling. Like my attention. Hat down yeah. so nobody thinks, like, listen, I'm closing myself off from the world right exactly. now. Exactly. My attention is completely, like, taken away. Yeah. So I can't hear you. I can't see you. There's nothing happening here. And but she like, does. She does hear them though. Because remember, doesn't he say something? And she she answers him. Well, dude, with the headphones on, he sneezes she, or something. Oh no no no! First, while he's in the elevator yeah. with Charles, yeah, he goes, "Did you go for an audition with all that makeup on?" <laughs> Which I was like, "Ooh, burn!" And he's like, "I'm not wearing makeup." And he goes, "Huh? Sure, you're not." Mm-hmm. And I'm like. <laughs> Oh, this motherfucker is like yeah. shady. Well, he's a he's also one of these kind of directors where maybe in his mind, if he makes this actor feel like, does it look like I'm that desperate kind of a thing that when he needs him, maybe like, yeah, I'll come work for you. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's a power thing. Oh, a Hollywood asshole. power thing. Dude, I would have fucking fought that guy. I'd <laughs> been like, bitch, how about you shut up with your fucking purple ass jacket, bitch? But- so she gets in. And they start heading up to the up the up the floors, right? And Oliver looks at her and goes, "So do you like those beats? <laughs> I used to have a yellow pair, but you know, you, I left them on the subway, and you just can't get anything from the subway once it's gone." And she's like, "Yeah, uh huh." <laughs> Door opens. Somebody else gets on. This dude, with tall guy, slickest back hair I've ever seen yep. in my so fucking life. So you know, life. this dude's like a business, like a, a Wall Street yuppie looking guy, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got some money. Dressed very nice, has a suit. 
um, an overcoat. Uh, he's on his cell phone and he's carrying a garbage bag. Yeah. And he's on the cell phone and he's just like, are you sure you don't have it? I don't know why this keeps happening or, or you know, it's, it, it's because something about his mail. You yeah. always get my mail. What's what's going on with this? Like, I need this. What do you mean? I can't get it until tomorrow. Like, I need this now. Yeah. So, bing, he gets off. They watch him get off. Then they each start getting off one at a time at their own floors. Uh, start. T- they start turning down for the night and they're all excited. And we watch each of them doing something. That they're all doing at the same time because yeah. at a certain time their favorite podcast drops. Which this is funny because this is ridiculous. Since I'm a habitual podcast listener, I found this so ridiculous because even like when my favorite podcast drops, I don't like have a a routine. It's not like a television show like when my grandmother used to fucking you know yeah. get her munchies to get ready to watch. Some people you know? do. I don't you know. know. I just don't see that for like a podcast. I feel like maybe the two old guys, that's definitely something they do, right? Yeah. Like for her, it's not her routine. She's just sitting there. She's drawing, right? She's sketching and and, on, and she has her beats in and she's yeah. listening to the podcast because she likes the podcast. But for those guys, it's about, all right, get my food ready, get everything say ready. They got glasses of wine. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Martin Short, right? Like, or did Steve Martin too? Steve Martin had a white glass of wine. Oh, okay. And, uh, Oliver had red, red, which was funny because I was like, they're complete opposites. Yeah, totally. Yes, because you see uh, Steve Martin's place or Charles's place and it's very neat, very meticulous. Very OCD. Yes. He has the peppers all lined up in a row, which he kept doing some weird shit where he was like cooking and like throwing out an omelet. Yeah, it comes up later. Um, And then, but Oscar, like his house is just cluttered with all kinds. Now, not messy, but very like... He's got all kinds of memorabilia, posters. His house looks like like if you walked into a museum of theater, right? His house looked like the house in the bird cage. Or his his apartment. Yes, yes, very like, much so. Whereas as as uh Mabel, she's in this like it looks like it's getting renovated this yeah. place, right? And she's sitting there and she's sketching, but they're all listening to this podcast and it's it's almost NPR style, yeah. right? And it's called It's Not Okay in Oklahoma. Yeah, it reminds me of like a podcast podcast. Yes. Like yes. it's just very scripted. But like they're doing a visual representation of, of what, what they're, they're hearing. listening right. to. Yeah. And I love, Did you do you know who that was? That's the podcaster? Uh, she looked familiar. It's Tina Fey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Tina Fey is this podcaster. And they're listening to her, listening to her talk, like narrate how... Um, you know, she this guy who she met has taken her to this place where, you know, the body or something was found or whatever the case was. And she says something about like the only thing that distracted her from her surroundings was how this this guy from the, the farm was dressed or whatever. And like we see this guy in like a three piece suit. And he looked hat. like the fucking captain or the general from the KFC or whatever. I was like, what the fuck? It was awesome, dude. And she goes, she goes. And then something happened where the dog grabbed something and it well, was in was, his mouth yeah he was digging and he was digging and then he picked up something and he turns around his head dangling from his mouth and then there's a pause and then you're and they're all like god dang it and they all stop it and pause it there yeah and you know grabbing phones and laptops and everybody's getting the fuck out of there yep. because it's like a fire drill or yep. whatever the hell's going on and like in a, in a real if it was a real fire alarm right like you the lights are flashing everything's mm-hmm. all low light people are all getting out walking down the stairs and making their way down the stairs but as they're coming out charles 
looks up and you see someone in like a hood, mm-hmm, a white hoodie, going up the stairs. Yep, right, shuffling, shuffling by everybody, keeping keeping their heads super low. Because I I've seen the first episode a few times now, and I was trying to see that you cannot no, see you what they look see like at all. at all, like mm-hmm. not even a silhouette, like you super can't low. tell male, female, nothing. Like no, not even. You can tell they're kind of slender, but that's about yeah. all. No, you can definitely tell they're not fat, but that's yeah. It. They get up, so they end up like. You know, downstairs, and no one knows what the fuck's going on. Everybody's like outraged. They're like, "Come on, I'm trying to fucking hear what the fuck's going on." Yeah. Charles looks at the doorman. He's like, "Is this real? Like, is this fire real?" And and the doorman's like, "Don't know. Just gotta wait out here." Yep. So they all decide to just go to a restaurant. Yeah. So Charles is sitting at a table in this restaurant. Well, at a booth. Yeah. And he's oh, trying- let's let's mention that when he was getting ready at home and then he brought it with him, he spreads out this map. He has a map of the town at this podcast. So basically, we're learning that not only do they like the podcast, but they're what a lot of crime podcast. They're not every pro- crime podcast uh, listener does, but there are a handful. There are these people out there who are hard like sleuths, right? Like mm-hmm. they want to try to figure it out as well before we get to the end of the episode. So yeah. or, or the series. So. They do this. They'll get maps. They'll start marking clues. They take notes. They'll they'll do whatever they need to to try to figure it out as if they were an investigator. And that's what he's doing. So we know already, like, he's a little bit more than just a, a fan of the podcast. Like, yeah. he's into this because he wants to solve the case. So for him, it's a puzzle. Like, he yeah. likes to solve the puzzle. So he's got this map out, and he has this little sticky note that he puts down about the dog finding something on this, this area here on the map. And... Uh He's got his, like, he doesn't have a pair of headset or headphones, <laughs> no. so he's got, like, his phone up to his ear, and he's trying so hard he's to listen to it. He's all annoyed that people are, like, talking around him. And uh, Oliver comes up, and he's like, oh, my God, look at you. You got the last booth. And he, like, muscles his way into sitting next to him, even though Charles does not want to be his friend. I like, so here's another thing he does where, I, like I said, there's these little slights he does to make him feel inferior as an actor, right? He goes, listen, if there's anything I ever did to you, if you said to you on, on one of your auditions with me, please know I didn't mean it in any He goes, I've never auditioned for you. And he's just like, oh, you're not Scott Bakula? That's fucked up. That's a that fucked up thing fucked to up. say, right? Like, <laughs> come on, man. He's, He's like, no. Yeah. And then he goes, well, listen. And he goes, oh, I was just trying to listen to my favorite show. And then he notices the map. And he's like, oh, you listen too? And he goes, what was in the dog's mouth? <laughs> so then while they're sitting there, Oliver pulls out his laptop and he pulls out a headset. So they start listening to the podcast One earbud together. each, which is funny. Yeah. And you see them two, one earbud each, and each of them has their other finger in the other hand, yeah. the ear. They're just both listening like, oh, oh, my God. And then you see Mabel walk in, and she's looking for a table. And the lady's just like, sorry, we're, ma'am, we're full. Our tables are all full. But Oliver sees her, and Oliver just wants to be her friend for some reason. Yeah. So he's like, come here, come here, come here. And... You could tell Charles is like, why do you keep bothering this fucking girl? Like, why do you keep bothering me? But why do you keep bothering this fucking girl? Right. So she's like, yay. And she comes over and then she sees that they're listening to the podcast. And she goes, what the fuck is in Bo's mouth? <laughs> and they're and like, panties. <laughs> <laughs> so or underwear they, or whatever it was. So then they all start sitting down and like actually conversing yeah. and talking to each other about the show. And they actually like kind of the icebreaker actually happens where, you know, it's not so awkward anymore. Yeah. And then Martin Short asks her like, so listen, like we bought you know, our places in that place when it was super affordable or rented it way back when it was super affordable. How did you get this now? You know, 
And she turns it on them right away. She's like, well, what did you guys do? Yeah. And he's just like, well, I was an actor. I was in the show Brazo. She's like, oh, I think well, I've no. seen that. Oliver goes. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. He was in this show um, Bozos, See? I think. See and what I, I mean? Like, <laughs> Bitch. He keeps doing these little digs, dude. Which he's just mad. <laughs> he is, dude. Uh, but he's like, yeah, no, it's Brazo. And then she recognized it. She's like, oh, I think my dad used to watch it or something. She said something like that. And, uh, and he's like, I was this director. He starts talking about like what he did. And uh, she's like, okay. <laughs> and he starts like getting super personal. And she, he's like, you know, no secrets. I'm just going to peel my life like an onion. And yep. he like starts telling her all this shit about his life that she just doesn't care about. Yep. And he's like, so do you want to share? And she goes, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's time to pay the check because they want to go back to their building. And she goes, should I? Mm-hmm. And Oliver's like, no, no, no. And he takes the bill and then he hands it over to, to Charles. <laughs> Which I'm and like, then grabs his stuff and is like, thank you so much. I know. Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, we know why in a little while. Yeah, because yeah, he's a broke ass bitch. <laughs> but so Charles is like, great. I guess I'm stuck with this fucking bill. Yeah. And they all end up leaving to go back to their apartment. And they're like, hey, sorry, folks. Uh, you can't go because someone got murdered. Yeah, because the place is surrounded by cops. They're like, what the hell's going on here now? Well, someone was murdered, right? Like, holy shit, where? On floor nine. I think it was nine. Yeah, nine. And so they're like, oh, man. You can't go up? No, you can't go up. And they're like, well, maybe. What should we do? We should- Steve Martin goes, I can get us up through the freight elevator. And uh, Mabel's like, well, how about we go up to floor eight? Because they'll have cops at floor nine. And Oliver's like, ooh, she's smart. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where their dog came from. Is it Oliver's dog? That's Oliver's dog. When he when they first get to their apartment, which I want to mention this, when they first get up the apartments and they're going each to their place, right? The first one to open is Oliver's. When he walks in, he goes and he feeds his dog right away, right before he starts yeah. listening to his podcast. Okay. So that's his dog. When the fire alarm went off, he brought the dog with him all the way down. Okay. So he has this dog, this little like old bulldog. Yeah. It looks little like tongue an hanging bulldog. out. Yeah. yeah. Very cute little dog. And uh, so they go and they sneak up to floor nine. Yeah. And when they get upstairs, they see that a fucking guy shot himself in the goddamn head. Well, first they see the cops are there, but then the cops are, are, are starting to walk away. And you hear this woman on her radio and she says something about suicide. And then they all move away from the apartment. So they're leaving it to come back and, and get the processors in. Right. And that's when they sneak over to the apartment where the door's wide open. And there's the dude that stepped into the elevator earlier. Slick back hair with the side of his head blown off. Which I feel like they could have done a better job of. Did you notice the, the gunpowder on his face? Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I was like, dang, he did kill himself. I don't know. I was like, mm, I feel like they could have done a better job of that. I was like, that doesn't look that real. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Well, <laughs> it did to Steve Martin because he was like, he was just oh being my dramatic. God. He's like, oh my God. I've seen it on TV. Like, I've seen special effects makeup. I've seen that before, but but this was real. That was right there. Are you okay? Is everybody okay? He's <laughs> so dramatic. Mad dramatical. Uh, and Selena Gomez seems like. Well, she was uh, like, she was like, looked like she was going to faint for a second. Like, she was falling back and then turned around and walked, you know, kind of ran off. They yeah. all three ran off and went into this side hallway. And uh, then this angry looking cop in like chucks or something like it just seemed odd for me she's like like, are you family no she goes do you have a relationship to the victim yeah yeah and they're like 
well, we just in passing. Well, not his passing. Neighbors, yeah. But, you know, neighbors. We seen him in the elevator like a few hours ago. Yeah. And they're like, so you don't know him. And they're like, well, no, but he doesn't seem like the type to, you know, yeah. have killed himself. Yeah. And they're like, but you don't know him personally. And <laughs> uh, Charles goes... Well, no, but I'm sure you're looking at the forensics to see. And she goes, shut the fuck up. If I hear one more true crime podcast, fucking weirdo trying to tell me how to do my motherfucking job. It's a suicide. Get the fuck up out of here now. Yeah. So they're like, damn, killed himself. And they leave. And Selena Gomez is like, no, there's no way he didn't kill himself. Like yeah. she seems very positive that yep. he did not kill himself. So they go downstairs and they're all kind of shocked at mm -hmm. this. And they kind of disperse. They go back to their apartments. Boom, boom, boom. And they're thinking. And she's. And then what's the name gets out of the, He's like, wait, hold on a second, right? There was something that he thought about. Well, and he wasn't goes, he cooking his egg again? Yeah, he's cooking his eggs. And he's just like, hang on. And he goes off, gets in the elevator, starts to go down. It opens up. And there's Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. As soon as they open the, yeah. the elevator, she goes, the motherfucking garbage, garbage bag. bag. And then... They go down another floor, and there's Oliver. Yeah, he and goes. Go, are we thinking what I? Well, are, am I thinking what we're all thinking? And she goes, the garbage bag. He's and like, he goes, no, I no, guess I not. Guess. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck are you thinking then? Because they, they still didn't say what he was thinking. <laughs> he's, but anyway, he's so funny, dude. He really is. So then they go downstairs into the dumpsters, and they're trying to like go through the garbage to find yeah. out. But really, it's just her going through the garbage, mm -hmm. and they're like talking about creating a fucking podcast. Yeah, because the idea, the reason they're going to check the garbage is because they're like, why would he bring the garbage bag into an elevator when there's a garbage chute on every floor? He could have just dropped it in and walked into the elevator. Yeah, which does not make sense. Right. So yeah, they start going through the garbage bags, and that's when Martin Short, while they're going through this, is talking about like, oh, the first they're talking about like murder and true crime and like how things are. are done and he goes we should do our own podcast about this like we could do our own podcast and they're they start talking about maybe we should we should call it this and he's making uh what's his name says something charles says something he's like hey say that again but uh but let me give you direction he's like put a little bit more emphasis on killer and somewhere or something like that. he's like okay and he he delivers the line he's like well, you know how about do this and he's like and while they're doing that selena gomez still searching searching and then she goes guys and there's these two pieces of paper and they're basically two different lines but crumbled up and it's all about like one's like i you know i don't want to be lonely anymore I, yeah if I someone even cares lonely. kind of yeah. like this you know even if if anybody even cares you know I won't be around for it or whatever it is, but she's just like, I guess we know the answer, right? For sure. And he, they're both like, damn, Martin Short goes, I guess no podcast then. Yeah. <laughs> Cause for asshole. him, he's just like, Ooh, I want to do this. Nope. No podcast. So again, they go back to their respective areas and they all kind of disperse and go about their lives. And it yeah. seems like very depressing. Like, She's kind of just sitting there moseying around the fucked up apartment that she's supposed to be renovating. And, yep. And he's supposed to be, um, or not he, Charles is supposed to be get re getting ready for like an audition that he's supposed to do. Yep. And Oliver is like getting presents ready and he's going to visit his son. Yes. It seems. He goes to this house, knocks on the door and this, this man opens it. And Which I was like, like, Oliver, he likes mm. chocolate. <laughs> His son was half black. I yes. was like, okay. Yes. Um, and he's like, Dad, what are you doing here? 
he's like surprise you know he's like i wanted to see the kids or whatever and he's like oh they're with it's sunday they're with mom like so now we know oliver's has a wife has a child mm-hmm. grandkids but he's not with his wife yeah so there's a little little layer that he didn't really reveal to the other two which i love about this is you start to realize like everybody has their secrets and stuff Mm -hmm. because even though they met and they're friendly and it feels like they should just be kind of open with each other like they're still strangers to each other and they all have something that they don't know anything about Mm -hmm. and um while he's meeting with his son it cuts back to to um what's her name right and she stops for a minute and she's thinking about something and she's like "Uh uh-uh well she looked like she was crying Oh, that's what it was. She was doing her eyeliner or something in the mirror, right? And she kept blinking. So I'm, I thought it was because like her, it was aggravating her eye or something. And as she was doing that, you could hear talking coming from her grate. Mm-hmm. And she looks up and she listens to it. And then it, there's this look on her face like, like oh, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's when she goes in the elevator and it opens and there's Charles. He's on his way to his audition. He goes, I swear I'm not always in this thing. <laughs> Because every time he's seen her now recently, it's right at the elevator, right? And she's just like, why would he kill himself if he was expecting a package the next day? Like, he wanted to get that package the next day. Why would he kill himself? And he's just like, you're right. Screw this audition. He jumps out. And he's just like, let's do this. And Well, the lady that had flipped him off in the beginning, yeah, she's like... Make it or break it, honey. I got fucking places to go. <laughs> yeah, get she in lives, or get out. She lives in she lives in this apartment. And I love that about this show is that um, it's one of these shows where there's going to be all these characters that are part of this uh, building, and you'll yeah. get to know them and see what they're like. Uh, but yeah, so they they're just like, all right, so where's so and so? Right, we got to get Oliver, and so they start talking and starting to figure stuff out. Cut back to Oliver and his dad or his son, and he's just like, so I need to ask you a favor. Which first he's like all grand this, everything's so great, everything's amazing, mm-hmm. love this, love that. Hey, by the way, I'm broken, I need money. Yeah, I can. I need a little bit of help. And his son's just like, Dad, come on. Boom. So we know his son has bailed him out a bunch of times now. Yep. And he's like, I just, you know, I'm on the verge of something great. And he's like, you're always on the verge of something great that doesn't work out. Yeah. He's like, I can't give you any more money. I just can't. You got to sell the apartment. And he's like, this is all I have. Like, this yeah. is who I am. I can't do it. And when he says that, this is all I have, his son goes, wow. Like, kind of like that, damn, that's yeah, sad to hear. Which because it is. Because I'm your son, you have grandkids, really? Yeah, like, that's right? fucked up. But I also get where he's coming from, right? Like, he's just this guy where, I mean, that's just, that was his identity, was being that. And and when he lost his wife and he lost everything, you know, that's all he has. Everything in there is kind of a, a, a memory to him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he doesn't want to lose that. Because what, is he going to live in an apartment that now there's nothing yeah. for him to hold on to? I totally get where he's coming from. But obviously it's not good that he can't handle this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it also makes sense now, too, why he's always talking about how great he is. Because mm-hmm. he needs to talk himself up because everything else in his life is terrible. Which also makes sense why he didn't cover that cover that bill for the the little hors d'oeuvres that they were eating while they were listening to the podcast you know what yeah. i mean so and probably why he tries to make himself sound better on an actor who in his mind he's probably working yeah you know, he's probably making money doing commercials or or side jobs exactly so and uh so once his son says no he's kind of like well i'm getting the fuck up out of here yeah and as he's leaving like he gets the text messages from mabel and charles hold on though that came a little bit after this next part because right before he leaves his son, it cuts back to Mabel and Charles, Charles, and 
they're talking. She's saying we got to get into this lady's apartment upstairs. Oh, Bunny, yeah, Bunny's apartment. And he goes, you know what? I got lock picks. I got it from the cast when it was the last episode. They bought it for me. And he goes, let me go get them and we'll go do this. He knows how to pick locks. Oh, yeah. Because finally, so she tells him, Mm -hmm. I have a way into Bunny's apartment. Mm -hmm. So she lets him into her aunt's apartment. This is when she finally tells him, I'm supposed to be renovating this apartment. It's my aunt's place. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm here. I'm getting paid to do this. And so he opens the door and like literally every room is fucking destroyed. He's like, but You're it's living huge here? too, because he's like, holy shit. How, how big is this place? And it is big. It's like <laughs> bigger than my house. And I yeah. got a pretty big house. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in New York, yeah. in that building. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's money. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck does she do that she can renovate yeah. that all by herself? I just want to know. Yeah, well, it's going to come out soon, I guess. I'm saying because I'm handy, but um, yeah, I would need some help with that. <laughs> I'm just Maybe saying. that's why she's living there because it's going to take a long time. So she's living there and doing it. Yeah. That makes but I sense. don't even know much of the story yet. I just know a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting. So when she explains to him that her bathroom is her grate to her bathroom has a direct route into Bunny's apartment. She goes, we just have to remove the grate. He goes, yeah, I'm Brazos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's when they go upstairs to lockpick. Yeah. And that's when she kind of starts letting on to her life and like only because he opens up to her. Right. Because he says something like, you know, she's like, how they may have gotten you that something about like, how'd you learn this? And he said, well, my dad, he talks about his dad. Right. Mm-hmm. No, she asked how long he's lived there. And he said 20 years, 28. 28 years right and she goes she's like alone he's like yeah alone's not bad and she's like and then he starts telling a story about his dad and how his dad was and how everybody saw his dad as a great person and everybody used to say you're just like your dad and it was meant to be good but his dad wasn't good his dad treated his mom like shit and he saw that all the time and he goes me and my dad were the same in a lot of things you know we were left-handed we we picked up things this way we did that he goes so I figured if I did that like my dad, I did this like my dad, I'd probably be that way towards somebody too. So I just wanted to be alone. And that's like really opening up. Yeah. And so she's just like, okay, I don't have to be like so closed off. I can be open with him. And yeah. she's just like, yeah. So she tells her side. And she tells him this is the first time she's ever been alone. Yep. In that she used to always have like a pack of people and she always had her friends. Mm-hmm. And one of her group of friends was her Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's a little bit of an old school reference for you. Which when I'm thinking Hardy Boys, I'm like wrestling. Is that uh, what you're talking about? <laughs> I knew exactly what she meant because when I was a kid, my grandparents bought me a huge volume of old Hardy Boys books. And I remember reading those when I was a kid. So that's why I knew what those were. But the Hardy Boys a little. So you know who Nancy Drew is? Yeah. So Nancy Drew was the female version, those books for the girls. But for the boys back in those days, they had the Hardy Boys, these two brothers that would do mystery it was murder mysteries every every book was a mystery but it was for kids right it was for like younger younger kids so uh think scooby-doo without like the dogs and all that stuff you know they would it would be kind of creepy and but it was always these mysteries right and they would solve them damn i was thinking wrestling because you know they had like the hardy boys and then the chick i was like okay this makes sense Uh, that's funny that's funny i could see that too but no it's the old school investigative hardy boys all right i guess that makes more sense so that's why he says that's an old school reference like really old school and that's why she's like we try we named ourselves that because we wanted to be old school but she did read them she said you know yeah so he finally breaks into Bunny's apartment and uh, he's like, okay, we got to look here. We got to look in the credenza. You take this room. This is a whatever apartment. And she goes, hey, bro, look down. And the package There's is a right box. there. Yep. 
So they open it up. They run up to the roof. Yep. yep. They go up to the roof, and they, they're texting Oliver to tell him to come. And, and she's like, you know what? I want you to open this. I don't know if I can deal with what's in there. And so he opens the box, and he's like, I don't think that this was a suicide. She's like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, why would someone with an engagement ring yeah. kill themselves? Yeah. And then Oliver... Gets the text. And uh, he comes walking out of his son's house. Mm-hmm. And that's when they kind of replays that video that he had mentioned in the beginning. The cool guy running up the thing and falling off and boom, bouncing back up. Yep. And that kind of is played in all of the characters. Which is awesome, right? Because he talks about it when he talks about that play earlier, right? He talks about how this play really affected him. It was very simple and it's these stairs where this guy walks up and falls off this off the side of the stairs towards the viewer and bounces on on a what is what are those called? Trampoline. Like trampoline yeah. And comes right back up to where they were. And I've seen that. Have you seen like like TikTok videos where people do that? They jump off stuff, bounce and come standing back up and shit. Yeah. Um so this this whole point to this play is to show like the perseverance of continuing no matter what and again that plays into Oliver's character where like this dude no matter what no matter where he is right now in life he's always going to keep trying to get back to where he was right yeah so this dude in in the play goes up a couple more steps and falls down and comes back up falls back down some steps then keeps going back up and it's this kind of thing of like where each of these characters are they're kind of breaking out of whatever it's going to be now because now they have a purpose so Oliver falls off the steps and bounce right back up onto those steps. And Claire de Lune's playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Then they show Selena Gomez and she's playing with the engagement ring. In her apartment, yeah. And it, you know, drops down and falls back onto her finger. Yeah, it's drop, it bounces off the floor. Yep. Then it shows Steve Martin. And normally he's making an omelet when yep, he's cooking exactly. eggs. Exactly. But this time he's cooking just a fried egg. Yep. And he drops the, the frying pan and that it bounces back up into his hand. Yeah. So when I'm seeing this and I'm like, huh. Okay. And then instead of throwing it out this time, he puts it on a plate and he smiles. Yeah. So it's almost like, okay, they have a new purpose that whatever has been keeping them in this, this cycle of whatever they do in their lives. Now they have something new to focus on and they're breaking out of it. Yeah. That's how I took that. Yeah. So Oliver starts racing back to the, uh, uh to the, whatever the yep. acorn. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look it up before the end of the episode. And, then Steve Martin's character, he's getting ready to like leave the apartment. And as he's walking out, uh, someone is behind him uh, coming off the elevator. And they're like, oh, hey. And he's like, oh, hey, oh, nice to see you. And he's like, I, I smell that omelet that you're cooking sometimes. And he's like, oh, sorry, you know, I'll turn the fan on next time. And he's like, no, it smells good. Um, That's the one that Lucy liked, right? And you see Charles's face just kind of drops a little. And he's just like, go, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. How's she doing, by the way? She's like, oh, yeah, no, she's good, yeah. Yeah, you can see. He's like, well, do you see? He says something like, do you see her? Do you still see her? And he's like, sometimes. Well, when next time you see her, tell her I said hi. He's like, yeah, okay, okay. And then that's when you find out he wasn't alone. That was his ex-wife. Yeah. Or something, something. I mean, they don't explicitly say it, but it sounded like an ex-wife. It's the Arconia. Oh, okay. I know it was Acorn. (laughs) Close. (laughs) Close. (laughs) So then after this, Selena Gomez's character, they start, you know, they go back to her apartment and uh, they 
they zoom in on her laptop and you see, you know, picture frames and uh, photos of her, like a collage that's like showing us her screensaver. And this whole time there's a narrative that's happening. They're yeah. taught. There's a, there's a, well, we, did we miss the part where they were sitting? No, no, no. There's a narrative that's happening, and it's basically saying, like, the best murder stories, right? Mm-hmm. They go a certain way. You first start with your murder. Then you introduce your characters, right? Then you introduce that each character has something that they're hiding or something that is a secret, right? Everybody has a secret. And so now we know Steve Martin has a secret. We know Oliver Oliver's got his secret. secret, going through his bills, his all these bills that are past due. And now Selena Gomez is sitting there and her little thing is saying about how like some of these secrets, you know, can are dark, whatever it is. Right. But like you said, camera starts panning through her apartment and comes up to her computer where she's got like a screensaver going. So there's a whole collage of friends on there. Then it flips over and it's a it looks like a Polaroid at the bottom of it. It says um, my hearty, boys. my hearty boys. And it's her with two guys and another woman. And, and one of those guys was the guy in the fucking elevator that was shot in the head. Boom. I was like, did not see that coming. Yep. But then I was like, it makes sense why she, when she was playing with the ring and went on her finger. Yep. Well, you. yep. Why she was crying. Like, it all kind of makes sense. When she saw the, the who it was that had blown his head off, there's this moment where she almost looks like she's going to pass out. She kind of falls out of the door for a second, then turns around and, and runs off, you know, yeah. with everybody. I mean, they all three run off. But there's the, if you watch it back, you see her reaction. There's like, oh, she, it affected her. You just didn't catch it yeah. the first time watching it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude, what a way to end it. And like right away, it's like, I was like, oh, I'm going to love this. I have to, I'm going to keep watching it. Right. And Aaron watched it with me and she, and she really enjoyed it too. So we watched the other episode after that. And then we just watched the third one today mm-hmm. on my lunch. And I was like, all right, I'm, I, I, we got to keep going because it gets better. Yeah. And it's, it's so far, it's a, a super fun murder mystery. Okay. It's getting better Lady and Love better. Said it's super good. She said she watched the full like first 10 episodes or whatever. She yeah. said it's super good. Oh god, but I can't wait. The very end of it it's them like basically creating their podcast and yep. how they like came up to the name and everything. Yeah, and- which is great, right? Cuz it's got it's got Steve Ma- or Charles is doing the narration. And it's basically what they said at the beginning of the, of the episode when he talks about the the boondocks and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then um He's, and he says something about, you know, he sits down. He's like, I, we could do this and that. And Martin Short goes, you know, I heard there was a there was something that happened over in the park. There was a murder. We could split off like we could we could have a, another series that covers that. And Steve Martin goes, no, no, no. We're only we're only we're going to do only murders in the building. And that's where they're like only murders in the building. Which I'm like, how many fucking murders are in this goddamn building, bro? Maybe you should move. It's cool, though. It's cool. It's yeah. a cool name. You know what I mean? So um, that's how it ends. Yeah. Boom. That's your show. That is the show. I love it. No, I it's do. It's a very good show. I was like very surprised, which it kind of sucked because when you said, let's watch this one, this was going to be my plan for this uh, coming <laughs> week. So now I don't know what to pick. Oh, because Kat said it. Mm-hmm. That's funny, dude. Oh man, um, I don't know, man. What do you? Uh, what's Dev watching that he says is good? Or do you have? Are you watching anything that we should go back to? Or is there anything you you saw where you're like, huh? I wonder what that is. Dev just started watching that uh, House of the Dragon or whatever that show is. But oh god, I know. <laughs> I can't do Game of Thrones. Dude. I know. Sorry. Um, I don't know, man. Is there anything? Actually, you know what? I know what I want to watch. What? I want to watch Third Rock from the Sun. 
I don't think I've ever seen the first episode. I don't think I've ever seen the first episode. Let's do it. But what's his face after watching The Old Man like made me want to watch Third Rock from the Let's Sun? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. That's awesome. Sweet Third Rock from the Sun. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of our podcast, Tube Time. Uh, make sure to head over to social media and Instagram and Facebook, and it's Tube Time Podcast. Yeah. Subscribe. Trash it posting lately. It's okay, the- dude. We're super. <laughs> we're super. Bi- I haven't even gone on and posted either, so I got to make a point to do some. Um, is the GoFundMe still going on for the for the kitty kitty? Yeah, I think she still has it up. The okay, are we close? Where yeah, are we we're at? Close. She's at like one thousand eight hundred sixty six. Oh my god! Come on, people. Listen, just you know, like a couple bucks, just a couple bucks. Everybody, just put in a couple bucks. And then go to your friends and say, hey, if you got a dollar, just put a dollar on this. And then have them tell their friends, listen, if you just have one dollar, put a dollar in this. Let's become this big spider web, right? Like, let's make it go all the way out as far as possible. And let's see that get up there to save this little kitty's eyes. I know. And his his, uh, surgery is scheduled for September 7th. So he's getting this surgery. It's getting close. Okay. Good, good, good. So that's awesome. Good. Awesome. I know. Help a kitty out. Yeah. It's listen, it's the it's the expenses are still gonna be killer. Does she have oh she just took it in, never mind. You know like they have animal insurance now? Yeah, but they said this wouldn't be covered. This is no. like a specialist. Oh. She she had to go to like a, a specialty eye doctor. Oh my god, yeah. poor baby. All right guys, one dollar each and then your friends and family one dollar each. Let's do it. Yeah. Until help. then we'll see you next week. Wait, what do you say? I was gonna say help a kitty out. Help a mother kitty out. Right now? Right? Meow. We'll see you next time. I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. And fucking help a kitty out, or I'll stab you and I with a fucking knitting needle, bruh. <laughs> and knee you in your balls. <laughs>